My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. I am having a good, good time. So I'm actually recording this the day before it comes out and I feel like I am getting to a place in my postpartum journey where it's just starting to get just one little mini level easier. And I say easier, meaning my son is growing, my little baby is growing. And on top of that, I am about five months postpartum And I really think around six months, there's definitely a level of change and you just start feeling a little bit like yourself. At least I I did the last time I was pregnant. So I am, I'm just feeling good. And I'm also trying to like go out more and do things and meet with people. And I'm having a really fun time doing that. So I am doing really, really well. And I have been working so hard on the curriculum for Show Up and Lead. And I'm so pumped because we get started with the program this week and we're kicking off and we're just, I'm really very committed to just seeing everything that the people in this round create. I, uh, I, I just can't wait. I really want to serve them at uh, level. I've never served my clients before and I'm just excited. You guys, I'm very, very excited. That being said, today's episode is so good. So today's episode, I have a friend of mine who I got to know actually just recently, um, maybe in the last four to five months, I've, I've known her on Instagram, but we just started getting to know each other. Her name is Yuritzi Gomez Serrano, and she is a therapist and coach. She's going to give you a little bit more of a background on the episode, but she is a therapist and, and coach, and she works with change makers, entrepreneurs, coaches, and she helps them quiet the self-doubt. I don't know if she would approve of the quiet language, but basically lower their self-doubt and really grow their self-trust. And she does a lot of work around um, teaching folks how to regulate their nervous system while accomplishing big, big, big goals. I know a lot of people that she's worked with. I've referred people to her. I just um, adore her. So in today's episode, we're talking a lot about just growth 
and what it looks like to expand and reach big goals and what to do when you feel self-doubt within that road. I asked her a ton of questions and um, she just, she, she really, 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 really did teach me so much on this episode. So I know you will take so much away. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. It's at Y-U-R-I-T-Z-Y dot G-S. You are going to love her. Um, Get ready. Get some paper and notes if you're sitting down. And if not, enjoy this conversation because it's a good one. Hello, Yudi. Can I call you Yudi? Or is it Yuditsi for for professional... No, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay, okay. Especially for you, Kat. Um, I'm so happy you're here. Okay, let me just give everyone a little mini background. I So I feel like I met you on Instagram a while ago, but like it was kind of just like, you know, surface level, right? Like I like her. She's cool. But like I don't really know her yet. And then last year I was one month, a month, literally a month, month and a half, fuck a month postpartum. And I went to, we all grow Latina, uh, the event and you were there and you were so gracious to let me stay with you one night. Cause there wasn't like, there was one night that I couldn't get the hotel for cause they were maxed out. And during that entire event, I got to know you and I just fell in love with you. And I just think you're such a dope ass person first. And I think I was so pleasantly surprised because I knew you as a therapist. And then we, I think we just realized like we have a lot in common in terms of personality traits and like what we like to do. And we're just fun people. (laughs) And I just, I just fell in love with you. And now I just adore you. And I'm really grateful for our friendship that we're growing. And, um, I just want everybody to know who's listening, like you, so dope. (laughs) Um, okay. Tell them a little bit about you. Tell them like, who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Like, just give us a little bit of a gist. Yeah. So, uh, I also want to say I love Kat. Like, I, I you probably already know if you if you're listening and you follow her on on IG. Like, she has the biggest heart. She has the biggest heart and is so so committed to like her community's growth. It's just, uh insane. And I love love being around that energy. And I loved getting to know her. And like our kids got to hang out when I was still in LA. Like, it was so much fun. So uh, I'm Yudi, Yuditsi Gomez Serrano is my full name, and I am a therapist and also a coach. And I call myself a somatic coach because we'll get more into it, but I do a lot of like mind-body work in with my, both my, in my therapy practice, but also in my coaching. And um, I started off uh, as a therapist and I was doing the community mental health thing so working with low-income communities, I've worked with little, little ones from two years old to adults um, in different capacities. And I decided in 2020 that I wanted to pivot. I wanted to add on something more rather than just stay in therapy. And because in therapy, you can only practice in the states that you're licensed in. I wanted to offer something else where I can help more people and just um, be more creative with what I wanted to do. And so then I got into coaching 
And it was really scary at first because um, I think there's a little bit, depending on the therapist, but like sometimes there's judgment, right? If you're transitioning into the coaching field or about the coaching field in general, like there's like the saying, like uh, in the therapy world, like coaches are just want to be therapists, you know? So it's just like, it was, there was a lot of that at first, but then when I got into it, especially when I started to connect with other coaches that were also starting out, like, um, we're both like really good friends with Erica and like she, I went to high school with her. And so she, like, she was starting off her coaching as well. And then I met Mariela and I met like all these different people. Um, and in that community, I was like, wow, like we really care about the same things and we're doing coaching and like, I love it here. And so then, um, I started to kind of, then I was doing retreats at first and then I did, I, yeah, but then, yeah, that was, it was too much information for just a weekend. And I realized, you know what, I need to do one-on-one. And so I, I um, started doing one-on-one coaching offerings. And my whole premise, or even like at the very start, I knew based on like what my clients and therapy were bringing in, I knew that I wanted to do something around self-doubt. So overcoming self-doubt, like working with it, like figuring out like imposter syndrome and not letting that like hinder you from your goals. And so that's what I do now. And, uh, I do one-on-one work now, um, in some killing it. You're, I mean, you don't talk about money a lot, but I know you're making a lot of money (laughs) and you're like, and, but you're like growing your business and there's demand for what you do because you're so good and you're so experienced. And now I feel like you have a huge amount of experience coaching, not just therapy and, you're just so good at what you do. I think it's clear. Like I obviously I've never worked with you, but like people I know have worked with you. And I think just from your, I mean, if you guys check out her page, what's your Instagram? Uh, GS. Okay. So go check her out. I'll put it at the bottom too. I've actually referred one of my clients to UD because I trust her that much. And, um, yeah, you're just, you're so good at what you do. Like, and I think it's just clear, like you don't need to work with you to know that it's clear that you're really great at what you do. Okay. So let's start with the question because, okay, let's talk about somatic coach. I think this word has been used left to right. And I know it's like a therapy term, right? Like it's something you've learned (laughs) in therapy. But when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then even after, so like, and of course I Googled it and still I was like, I don't get it. Um, but when we met, I, we, we chatted about it. And then you told me about another somatic coach and I ended up working with her. So can you tell us a little bit about like for the people who are confused by what does somatic mean and like, why is that important? Or maybe something that they should, you know, consider when they're working with a, either a coach or um, a therapist, like, what is it? What is it? Yeah. Uh, this is, I think it's really important to share because you're right. Like it's not necessarily common language yet. Uh, a lot of people know about it, but a lot more people don't. So somatic means body. So soma, soma is body, but soma or body is, it's not just about like your flesh, but it's about like the sensations that you get. It's about the vibe. It's about, it's like a whole kind of just the interaction of your body with the world, with other things. And so being a somatic coach 
and therapists, it's about connecting with your body to give us kind of guidance or give us like clues as to what is holding you back and what's, and this is what I told Kat, why you need to work with, we, we were sitting at a table, I remember, and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, cats, let me tell you why you need to work with a somatic coach. Because there's only so much information that we can process consciously. Most of the information that is going on in our brain is processed unconscious or subconsciously. So we're making decisions or we're making or we're doing or not doing certain things because we have these feelings about them. And usually those feelings are connected to trauma, to beliefs, to just different things that we've experienced. And usually things that keep that hold us back or that make us feel a certain way are to keep us safe. And so it's kind of like a weird mind fuck because you're just like, wait, but I want to do this thing. But then but then I have this feeling that I can't do it. That And, and we get mad at ourselves, right? But when you begin to understand in somatics, you begin to actually learn how to like feel it, learn how to like get curious around it and like understand how and practice how feelings shift in the body to then get to a different outcome, to then slowly introduce that into your mind and body. I like, no, we are safe. Like, no, we can do this. Yeah. You know, once I started seeing my somatic coach, which I need to book another call with her really soon. Um, but when I first, like our first couple calls, it made so much sense the way you explained it to me, but I, I didn't fully get it after, even after our conversation. And then when I got on a call with my coach, she, I, I mean, the way I would explain it is exactly how you would accept. Let's see, you said sensations you get in your body and interactions with your body. But to me, it's so related to emotions. It's like, it's like a very, it's, it's like allowing your emotions to the max capacity, maybe not max, but like a definitely a different allowing, level. Allowing them to be versus trying to suppress them, trying to like explain them, like trying. Ah, I, yeah. And that was my experience. I, it, it just felt so vulnerable because those, those, you know, we're really, really used to like in our lives just to carry our shit and then deal with it the way we've always dealt with it, which for everybody's different. And I was so curious about it because I, I consider myself someone who, you know, I've done a lot of work in personal development and like, I've done so much work on myself, but I've always like, I never really went to therapy. <laughs> I've gone to a couple therapists, but I never stuck with it for a long time. So I was always like, so curious, like, like, what am I doing? Right? Like, I feel like I am go- growing. I feel like I am, you know, whatever. My, I'm also like older, not older, but like I've had, I've lived quite a bit of life now. I'm 35. And I realized, okay, like I really need need to like start opening up more cans of worms. <laughs> That's the way I was thinking ab- about it because I know for me, I always thought like my next level, right? So like if I really want to make a million dollars, if I really want to make multiples millions of dollars, like I need to be able to handle the emotional shit that comes with that because 
when I hit 200K, I was a mess. Like I like I'm an emotional mess. And I realized really quickly that like, I don't know if it was abundance. I don't know like what it was, but I mean, I do know what it was. It was definitely like the receiving and the, the feeling proud of myself was something I'm, I, I, I'm still coming to getting to know and being proud of myself just brought up so much. So allowing myself to do that, I realized like, wow, I have a lot more work to do and I don't think I'm going to be able to do this on my own because, and I, I could do it on my own, but it will take longer. And, it, you know, I just know that, like, I just knew I need help with this if I'm going to like reach the heights I want to reach, you know? Okay. Do you have any, if you don't have anything to add, I want to get into questions because I have so many questions for you. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk to you about, and I know you've worked with a lot of coaches specifically as well and entrepreneurs. So I'm so curious, a big part of what I teach and what I talk about, and I think one of the most important pieces of going from employee to entrepreneur, and it doesn't even have to be employee, actually. It's just as you put on this entrepreneur hat, this coach hat, and you go out there and start marketing and selling. um, One of the things I tell my clients is like, you have to just like put life coach, health coach, whatever kind of coach, you have to put that in the front of your identity and just start practicing it. Like you just got to start telling people with your words, I am a coach. You you, you don't want to hide it. Like the first person who needs to start believing that is you. And I know like for me, that was such a, and I know I'm sure you have your experience too. And maybe I'll ask the question that way. How has it been for you and putting on the entrepreneurship hat? And then also from a lens of as a somatic coach and a person who works with folks around their self-doubt, like what are, what's the self-doubt or how should, what would you recommend for folks who are in the middle of transitioning identities? What would you recommend for them when they're feeling a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of self-doubt, but this is what they want to do? You know, Mm -hmm. this is what they want to do. Like, what are like the top three tips you would give that person? Yeah. So let me start off with my journey. So give a little bit of like what happened to me and then and then going into what I see, because I work with a lot of like different levels of entrepreneurs. So I would say probably like more than 50% of the people that I work with are entrepreneurs in some capacity. And sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I also want to mention, you already mentioned this, but like you guys, for the therapist community, becoming a coach is like, such it's like people hate on you <laughs> like people will literally hate on you for it. I mean like probably behind your back but <laughs> but like you know it's like the therapist is like the esteemed like person with you know blah 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 but being a coach I could imagine you had so much shit to overcome to even like call yourself a coach yes yes so <laughs> At first, I didn't call myself a coach. I was just like, I just want to do these retreats. Like, I just want to like, I just want to do extra things. <laughs> I didn't call myself a coach. No, yeah. Really not. So I, it was a lot of like my own, 
it's a lot of shifting and that's like the biggest thing, right? It's a lot when you are stepping into an identity of entrepreneur, of coach, um, and, and this is with any identity, but something about entrepreneurship and just the, the intensity of it, it just feels like so, I don't know, just heavier. I don't know if that's the Yeah, word. like wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I would imagine maybe like it's equivalent uh, in my eyes right now, at least, is going into like the C-suite. You're going into a CEO like of a major like Fortune 500 company. It's like that's intensity because you're managing a whole company like a and it's all based on like what are your values what are your desires and like we don't get taught that like we don't get taught to to like be able to sit in that and make those decisions because we're doing what everybody says we're supposed to do like the right thing quote unquote um so being able to shift into like that was the biggest shift um in working with my business coach like i had to be reminded constantly like you don't want to do that. Don't do that. Do it how you want. Do it how you want. Do it how you want. Do it the way that best fits you. And that's how I teach my clients too. It's like, no, no, no. Like what is going to work with you? And like, I even, I even was talking about it in stories a few, few days ago, like pausing your business is also a choice and it's okay. You know, like there's all these different things that like big decisions that you have to make for yourself that if you were an employer, you had to just follow something like it's not as present. And so a lot gets activated with that. So for me, for me, it was like the biggest thing was like, I'm going to mess this all up in terms of like, I'm going to create demand. I'm going to like be running this X figure company and then um, everything's going to go to shit. And that was because of my trauma, because that's what, that's what happened to my father, like due to so many things going on. Um, he ended up like losing a really, like he had a pretty good construction company and he ended up losing it and really not getting back into it. And so I was like, okay, if it can happen to my dad, since it's so close, right. You're like, oh, and then it can to me. Right. And so it was like a constant reminder of like, and I'm not my dad and I have additional tools and I have like, I can, I, I have help. We're in a different time. Like there is like a constant reminder of like how things are not the same. And I had to do a lot of like internal, like somatic work in terms of like understanding. And the biggest thing I think when you first start doing somatic work is understanding like what is really like, you can call it a mindset block. Um, but I think there's also like subconscious blocks that are going on, right? Like when you're saying like, oh, I'm like, I'm saying I'm going to lose it all. Um, it's connected to a fear. It's connected to an emotion. It's connected to a sensation that we feel in our body. And so oftentimes I think it's it's very easy. And, and I think uh, the coaching uh, industry itself, I think it's shifting a lot or like it's starting to, but the, the, the way that it's been taught is just like, well, just think another thought, just think something else. And like, yeah, like that can help sometimes, but sometimes the, the, the mindset block or like that, that block that you feel in your body is bigger than just like changing your mind about it. It's like a very felt like belief. It's a very deep felt trauma. It's a very deep felt something in here that needs to be further explored. And that's where I come in. I'm being able, like being able to come and like work with someone. And that's what I did too in my own work, 
being able to work with someone to like, let's sit down and get curious. Like I always describe my work as if like, we're going into like a really dark cave, like we're going into like darkness because nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to go there. They're scared. They like go around it. They don't want to go through that cave. And so I'm going to go with you because I'm not scared. Like I've seen like hard things I've seen, like, and I think that it's so funny. I was thinking about it the other day. Like I love scary movies and I've always loved scary movies since I was a kid. And I was like, wow, maybe God was preparing me for this, like to just be like the scariness of things and just be like, yeah, like maybe, you know, because I am so scared of scary movies. I'm scared of suspenseful movies. Like literally if the music is like a little scary, I'm out. I'm out. I tell my husband, I'm like, Paul, this is a no. This movie's a no. <laughs> he hates me for it. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm able, and oftentimes for the most part, not saying all the time, but for the most part, it's just like you're a kid, right? If you're by yourself in the dark, you're going to have all these thoughts. You're going to have all these fears, right? But if someone's there, if your mom's there with you and she's like, honey, like I'm right here. Let me hold your hand. Let's, I have the light. We can turn it on. Like we can leave if we want to, like you're willing to be in the dark a little longer. And that's what I do with my clients. Like we're like willing to be in the darkness of the feelings of the sensation to then all of a sudden get curious. Like, well, why is that here? What is needed? And so being, there's saying in, in the therapy world, like you need to feel it to heal it. So it's like being able to allow yourself and, and it depends on the person, but like sometimes you can only feel it for a few seconds and then we got to shift out of it because it's too hard. And then we come back to it. Sometimes we can feel it for minutes. Sometimes we can, and then it shifts for us, but like, it's amazing what our bodies can do. And like, if we're not, and there's, there's like studies on this, if we don't like, if we are with a difficult sensation and don't try to like egg ourselves on and continue thinking thoughts or things that, that make us feel a certain way. If we're with a difficult sensation, that sensation only lasts, I want to say 70 to 90 seconds. And it eventually starts to like go down. It's just our thoughts and like other things that are going on around us that egg it on and like continue it to go on. But if you were to just be with the sensation and just sit with it, just the sensation itself, eventually it's going to, diminish it's gonna go down because that's just what our bodies does and if it doesn't go down then you start to well dissociate you start to disconnect from your body then that's when people are like i don't i don't feel anything now but now they're like real like numb almost and then it's like okay it was too much for you so now let's bring it back so it's just it's like a dance it's like a dance with the body to figure out like what is what is it that the body needs to feel in order for it to make peace with what's the block is. That's so good. And I I think the way you've explained it is so, so, so accurate in terms of my experience, because I mean, I'm still like, how did I not have a freaking somatic coach or therapist throughout my whole last year? (laughs) Like, why did I wait till the end of the year? But the reality for me was like, the thing is I still continued. It was just, it felt very slow. Um, and I mean, having support would have been so, so, so helpful. Um, but I think, yeah, just the way you explained it was so, so right. Like giving yourself an opportunity to, 
sit with really, really uncomfortable emotions and being guided by someone like, right. Like it's not like you don't have to do the work. I think I'm just so used to un dismantling my own brain and my own thoughts. But even that, like I, I've become really great at self-coaching, but it's also, I, I, cause it's so uncomfortable to go to deeper levels. It's so easy for me to be like, all right, this is where we're going to stop. You know, (laughs) Um, this is, this is deep enough. But when those things do come up and when I, when I really release in my own self-coaching, I mean, I would explain it to my audiences. It's, I would say the, the most emotional and the most, um, what is it relieving or like the most relief I've gotten from the best self-coaching session I've ever had in terms of like tears and all of it is like the experience I had on my first call. With a somatic coach, like the first literal call was like the best coaching, self-coaching session I've ever had where I like cried with myself. And I was just like mind blown of my experience because for me, I mean, I'm not, I'm sure this isn't everyone, but for me, because I'm so used to having these conversations with myself, we went deep really fast and it was just so healing. Okay, so question for you, because and I'm curious if you agree with me. People always want to make fast money, which I'm not a fan of. They're like, I want to grow fast. I want to grow double my business. I want to go from 10K to 100K or 200K, right? And although that happens sometimes, right? Like that can happen for some people. And that my experience was like that a lot. But when I'm explaining this to my clients, I'm like, the, here's the way I think about it. Okay, Yudi, I want you to be super honest with me and be like, no, Kat, you're wrong if, if I'm wrong. I think, because I do some like mindset coaching, but I'm not a fucking therapist and I'm not a somatic coach. And I'm very interested in your business growth and making sure that your life is around your business, not your business around, or no, I'm sorry. You're making sure your business is around your life and not your life around your business, Right. I think that if you want to grow fast, like if someone came to me and they're like, no cat, really, how do I get to six figures? Like this year, I've, you know, I have only sold 10K last year and I want to like X my growth. What I would tell them (laughs) is get a business coach or get in a business program, get a therapist, get a somatic coach, get possibly like get all the support you need so you can be actively growing because there's going to be a lot to unravel. Obviously, I mean, that doesn't sound fun, Uh, (laughs) but I feel like for me, at least, I feel like this type of support, having life coaches, somatic coaches, therapists, a mix, right? I think depending on the person, um, I mean, like literally, I think the safest way to grow is that way. And I'm, by the way, I'm not implying for anyone to go from 10K to 100K like quickly. That's not what I sell. And I don't want you to experience that unless it's in pure, like, you know, enjoyment of the process. And, and, and you know, you're riding the, the wave of growth um, from a safe space. 
what do you think? Like, how do you, like, if someone came to you and they're like, Yudi, I want to make all the money and I want to be super successful and da, 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 like, what do you think? Yeah, I think I would probably ask, like, why hasn't that already happened? Uh... <laughs> that's going to give you then, like, what are the blocks? And then ah. you find the blocks, and then you can be like, all right, girl. Like, yeah, this is probably what what is going to be helpful. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, you guys, you have to take <laughs> note of this. Judy just said. Like you want to get to your next goal. Let's talk about why it hasn't happened. Not from a place of shame. Absolutely. 100%. But like, let's, let's talk. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. So, so, and so people good. People love to go. This is my experience. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. So I'm not disciplined enough. Like I'm not <sighs> doing enough. Yes. So there. That's like never the answer. <laughs> I mean, maybe once in a great while, but I find the discipline, I hate the fucking word discipline. I, I actually it. use it sometimes because yeah. I, when I'm talking about my experience in growing my business, I have had to learn how to be, I mean, I don't know if I, let me, let me break down what this, yeah, break it down, break it down. Let me break down what discipline actually means, because I think people think discipline means like cracking the whip. And that's how, like, as society, we know discipline. But discipline, if you break down the world, world it means um, disciple. It means to learn. So you have been disciplined when you're able to learn from the experience, when you're able to take what you're learning and, like, move forward. And, like, that's what discipline means. Not the way that we've been talking about, like, you have to do the things when you do them and all the shit. It's like, no, like we go often go into shaming, 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 shaming ourselves on like why we haven't met a certain goal. And discipline is like a big thing up there. But it's like, no, like what if we shifted the whole way we like thought about building a business? What if we shifted the whole way we like were with ourselves as we were growing this business? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's so good, Yudi. Discipline isn't even us like forcing ourselves to do all of the things. And, I, you know, the way you, I feel like that's what I experienced a lot of last year because it was such a difficult year personally for me. And I was just talking to Mariela about this. Um, we were, she was just, she's so sweet. And she was just like, Kat, do you understand you had a whole baby? You still stuck with your literal plan for your business. Like you created the mastermind and you're like, and I'm taking a maternity leave in the middle of my first mastermind. And like, I think now that I'm like five months postpartum, I'm realizing how bad ass that was. And I'm like, holy shit. But at the time, at the time it was so I, I remember the only, I had to like find my own cure of, of, of deeply shaming myself and deep and being deeply disappointed in myself. And the only way I found, excuse me, I found success in my business was when I literally gave myself all the space I needed to take care of myself. Like there was no other option. Like 
I like my business success, like my first launch of my mastermind, the only fucking reason I did well with that launch is because I allowed myself to take a nap every day, to buy takeout every day, which I felt like a bad mom doing that, but I came to terms with like, that's okay. You're just going to have to feel like a bad mom right now. And like, it doesn't have to be this big deal. And I just started telling myself these stories that like, this is just a phase and this is just a chapter and you're going to have to do a lot of things that don't feel like, you know, right to the world and to myself or whatever. And when I stepped into, you know what, I'm learning, I'm growing, we'll see, like, I can't, there's not much I could do, I'm pregnant, and this is happening. So let me give myself other grace. When I did that, I mean, it shifted my, it just shifted the way I approached my business every single time. And people hate hearing this, but it's the truth. A hundred, man. When I, when I worked with my clients that are like, I have already made their six figures, like they're already like hit like certain milestones. And when we are practicing like that, like, like really deep, like practice of self-love, of compassion, of like care for yourself, it's so counterintuitive of what we think is what's going to get us to success. Because I mean, we live in a capitalist patriarchal, like racist society that has, especially for people of color, has forced us to think if we are of value, we have to be producing, we have to be, we have to be performing at a certain level. Absolutely. Yeah. And being able to be helping them shift into like, no, like care. And even the way that I like talk to myself, who I am, like in these moments of like difficulties is what's going to get me to my next goal, is what's going to get me to even feel at peace with my business. Like, you know how hard that is when you're an entrepreneur to just feel at peace with the process because there's so much like, and I need to grow and I need to be in this place or I need to be in this space. So being able to actually be at peace in your process, to be able to be compassionate and know how to care for yourself as you're going through it, you enjoy it more. You're like more excited about it. You're like, and you're enjoying your life. It's not just, it's not, you're enjoying your life. So it's not just, you know, you're, you're uh, so focused and so stressed about the growth of the business. It's like, like you're doing what you need to do and like you are, and you're taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah. And I think you actually practice something that I teach my clients all the time is being with the both and like, People don't understand that you can be with multiple emotions at the same time. People think like you can be, if you're sad, you're just sad. It's like, no, 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 no. You can be with the sadness and you can be with the neutrality of things. You could be with joy around something or the gratitude around something. So being able to be like welcome and that helps welcome like the discomfort the uncomfortable feelings because it's like oh I don't just have to feel this feeling this might be like the main emotion I'm feeling but I can let it be and I can focus also on something else yeah shunning it without shaming it or without trying to get rid of it that's so so good I I don't think I even realized like what I was doing I just I you know I did have a coach I had um Samantha Lee, who's a health coach. Yeah. She's, she's my health coach. And 
I was working with her. Thank God I was working with her that, during that time. And she was a health coach. And one of the, I had, it, it was, I was eating so much shitty food and she just gave me so much permission. She's like, just what if your body needs, needs this right now? And I was just like, what? <laughs> and it really is, it's, it is something special y'all when you learn how to give yourself permission to just give yourself what you need at that moment, even if it doesn't make sense to the people around you. Like I had to literally have a sit down conversation with my husband and be like, I'm going to buy a lot of fucking takeout in the next year. <laughs> like, this is just the way it's going to be. And I know it's going to annoy you. And that's like, you have your own right to feel that way too. But I make dinner. So unless you're going to make dinner, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. And learning how to just make that okay for a season, um, that is what yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. So let's shift into, I want to talk about uh, two things I want to talk about before we get off. One is I want to talk about, and this is either your experience in your business and also like just your experience with the clients and like everything you've learned. How do you help people. This is basically me asking for free coaching. <laughs> how, okay, let's, I mean, I mentioned this earlier to you, but how, so like as, okay, I'm prepping, right? To, and my, eye, my, my eye is on the prize, which is like a million dollars in my business. Not like this year, but like, I know it's going to come, right? Like, and I know it's going to come soon, but I know that a big, big block for me is, um, I don't know if it's like, it's like a mix of, like, we talked about this, like almost just like being able to, I don't know if it's to receive the fruits of your labor, right? It's just like when you're not used to abundance and it feels like it's on a platter in front of you. Um, it, it could just feel like your capacity for more, like you almost want to like stop it and halt it. And like, I, it's like you, you almost have the desire to like self-sabotage and be like, no, I should stop this now. This is like unsafe on the other side of more growth, whatever. Um, how do you, and I'm curious for you too, like in your journey, how have you been able to grow your capacity for growth or, or what would you recommend for people who are like wanting to grow their capacity for more abundance, more wealth, more health, more joy, like whatever. Um, do you have anything? <laughs> yes. Yes. So our, our brains and our bodies love familiarity. So they're always going to want to go to the familiar. And sometimes the familiar isn't exactly what's best for us or it's not where we want to be. And so understanding that when we move out of the familiar, there's going to be the growing pains. There's going to be the discomfort around like what the new normal is going to be. And that's with anything, right? Like being a mom, moving, like uh, up-leveling your income or business, like more visibility, like all these things. And so 
it's not about so yeah so the thing is like how to grow capacity because that's what it is because like you've never been in this space so now like you're in it <laughs> so how do you grow the capacity of when you're in there the first thing is being able again to be with like the difficult emotions the thoughts that are coming up around like what the fears are like what are the fears what are yes identify them identify them as they're coming up in your brain like what's the worst that can happen right like um how are they feeling in your body is it an anxiety is it despair is it like what's the flavor of it right of what what that brings up for you um am i not deserving of this right like all of these are different different themes right and for different people different things are going to come up and so then being able to figure out like what is it that um, and I love I love also incorporating parts work. So it's called inner um, inner relationship focusing is what I do as well. Um, and that's kind of like the cousin to uh, internal family systems, which is uh, some it's a great great um, philosophy. Not they do it in in therapy, but in coaching and in many other spaces where like we identify different parts of you. So different parts of you are and people can think of it as an inner child or whatever. But like there's different parts of you that are showing up when things get activated. And so like, okay, if I'm feeling I'm not deserving, this part is popping up that like we're not deserving, we're not deserving. Being able to sit with that part and understand, okay, well, what do you need? What do you need to feel deserving? What do you need to feel a little bit more deserving? Sometimes it's validation from your loved ones or from your community. Sometimes it's going to be this is just for this example, sometimes it's going to be um, actively creating more spaces to like just sit and feel proud. Some like, And what's cool about somatic work is, is that like a lot of the times when you get really good at it, the answers don't come from up here in your brain. They come from your body, like almost like, like I need to move, yeah, like a feeling, yeah, like I need to move, I need to sit with, I need to like um, or even like an image, like it's, it's like magical almost like you can't explain it. Like when you, ex when you're experiencing in it, like your body and all these things are connecting and are giving you like what it is that you need when, when they feel like they're being heard when your body and your, and like your whole self feels like it's really being heard by you. It's going to give you answers. It's going to give you guidance as to what it is that you need for yourself. And, and it's a practice. It's a practice. We don't, we are not born. Well, actually we are born this way. And then we are conditioned out of it. Like, you know, the, the type of, but this is, this is like what we're doing or what I'm doing is like, this is like old work. This is indigenous like type of practice work. Mm. It's not just like people found this out, you know, and call yeah, it yeah, yeah. slapped a name on it and it's new. No, like well, some white folks did do that. Well, yes, they did do that. But that doesn't mean that it just started when they did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's been here. It's yeah. been here. So being able to trust, like, what do I need in this moment? But, and it's okay. And that's like, it's like almost the example of the takeout, right? I needed takeout. Like, that's just what I needed right now. And that's okay. And so going like step by step to give yourself what it is you need to be able to work with that part of you. So that way they can like relax and like, Okay, let's step into it a little bit more. So good. Let's step into it a little bit more. I hope y'all work with you. I'm, I'm this close to just paying her right now. <laughs> 
So it's it's a lot of oh god, uni. It's a lot of like it's a lot of integration is what this work is. It's a lot of it like and that's the goal. The goal is for like for me to when I work with clients, like your desires match what you're thinking, match what your body is like. They're all in alignment. So literally there's like minimal blocks or if a block comes up, you know how to work with it to then keep going. Yeah. So, so good. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? I I mentioned this. So sometimes I'm like, should we be growing all the time? Like it gets so annoying. I think for lots of my clients and for myself, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like we are always self-coaching and we're always trying to like understand our mind and we're always like trying to get to the next goal and living in growth. And like, look, I talk about living in growth. I, I, I do live in fucking growth, but sometimes I like, I'm like, I could just, you could get burnt out off of literal work, like mindset work or, or just inner work, like whatever. What do you think is like a good balance for people or like, how do you know if that's a problem? Yeah. Yes. This is very true. Um, I have experienced it myself, like this desire to keep growing or to keep learning, to keep like, like exploring all these different things. Um, and then it feels like it never ends because you always have other things in your life that you want to work on. Yeah. So this is, this is my, my, I'm still a little bit on that train. Like like my tendency is to be on that train for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, Same. (laughs) So I just want to like, just full transparency. Yeah. Full transparency. Um, but when, when, you talk to elders, when you talk to people that have been doing this work for a while, like they're not all about that at all. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, by integration is what we call it. integration is so important. Integration is like the, so you grow, you up level, you like realize something, you heal, whatever. And now we're going to apply those learnings to our current situation. That's where I think it's healthy because you're then you're just kind of troubleshooting. Like I just got this, not to say other things aren't going to come up, but it's just like you're troubleshooting like what this is. And now it becomes embodied. So there's, um, according to the um, Struzzi Institute, I love their work. They have a really good, good um, book called the politics of trauma. They talk about somatics. Um, they say that in order for a new habit or a new way of being to, um, really like get hold in your body you need 300 you need to repeat it 300 times for it to have muscle memory and 3000 times for it to become embodied embodied means that you don't even think about it you don't even like plan it it just like it's just something you do oh my god that is so good Mm-hmm. So how many, like, if you're starting something here and then you go over here and you start something here and then you go over here and you start something here, it's like, you're never embodying anything. You're just continuing to fill your brain with stuff, which is fine if that's what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing. But you have to have the embodiment periods. Mm-hmm. And like the, what did you say before embodiment? It's uh, no, integration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's the integration. integration. So yeah, good. So you know you're not in integration if you just keep doing and you keep having thoughts like, I need to get more training or I need to go in deeper around this. It's like, yes, 
that's fine. You can, but like, can we slow it down? Can we like, can we work on that maybe a few months from now? Can we just sit with like what we've learned so far, what we've healed in this area of our life and like that, let that be okay. Or can we practice being with these parts that keep popping up? Can we just practice continuing to be with them and like learning how to give them what they need, learning how to show compassion for ourselves? Can we, can we stay in there for a little bit before we move forward? That is so good. You are brilliant. You are brilliant, Yudi. I'm like, I'm in awe right now. (laughs) This is so good. Ah, you guys, I imagine, just imagine for a second what it would feel like to have support from a person like this on your journey to six figures, multiple six figures to a million dollars. Everybody needs you. Everybody needs you or someone like you in their life. And luckily I get to call you my friend, but trust me, uh, we don't have these kind of conversations. You got to pay for these, but I appreciate you so much. You're so brilliant. You're so smart. You're so good at what you do. And I'm so grateful for you being on the show. No, I, I'm so grateful that you invited me. I love, I love doing podcasts in general. I yeah. would want to start one eventually. But yeah, I know. We're waiting. That's down the <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, but yeah. dude, when you do, that shit's going to be fire. Because you, I think you have such a perspective because you have the coaching experience and you have the therapist experience. And the thing about you is you have a lot of therapy experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five plus like, years. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like you have a lot of share of therapy experience and you have, I mean, I know you just started your business a couple of years ago, but that's still a lot, like a lot of hours put in on this side as well. So I think your approach and your your just the way you think about things is so different because you have such a perspective that not a lot of people have. So yeah. And I also do my own work. because that's the thing like when you do this kind of work you can't like fake it yeah like you gotta do it your nervous system picks up your nervous system is like the vibe you get or like how comfortable you are with someone so if you are not really like open and like able to hold stuff people know and they won't say shit you know like say you know just the right amount and so being able to like be with your own stuff allows you space to hold and receive people and whatever they got going on too yeah so so good you guys do you see why I love Yudi so much and you know what I love about her is we have this conversation and like if we were at dinner we would be like taking a shot of tequila and like giggling (laughs) and like just having a good ass time We got so drunk. I know. I know. It was just like a glass of Prosecco and a shot of tequila. I don't know why we got so tipsy. We were like buzzing hard. We were. I know. It was so fun. But this is why you are just so, so lovable. Okay. So tell the people where, one, where can they find you? And two, how can people work with you? Yeah. So the best place to find me is on Instagram. Um, So I'm at U-D-T-Y-U-R-I-T-Z-Y dot G-S. And it'll be linked in the show notes. Um, and 
Um, right now I'm doing one-on-one, so I'm going to probably be doing one-on-ones to the end of the year. Um, still, I, I have about three openings right now as of end of January, early February. I have three openings and um, yeah, can, and we're, the packages right now that I have is six to nine months because that's how long it takes. It takes. I think that's smart, dude. I think you're going to get really, you're going to book out really quickly this year. I already, I just see it for you. Like you're, you're going to, you're going to have the business problem that I remember running into where I was like, fuck, now I have to tell people who want to work with me that they have to wait three months. And I, you just feel like it's torture (laughs) for them and you just feel so bad. But like, yeah, that's actually my plan right now is like to, to, um, have a wait list because I do want to like, I'm, I'm kind of scared because the first time I'm saying it out loud, no. I think I'm going to transition out of therapy by the end of this year. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's so. okay. Yeah. You know, what's best for you. You know, what's best for and you, your life. I want to have a baby too, eventually in the next year or two years. So, you know, like it's girl, I'll be right there to give you all the love and support. <laughs> God, I know. So it's just like, it's the timing, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited. I love this work. And I do like, I'm going to be doing a lot more content, a lot more information around entrepreneurship, because I really, really, really am enjoying like working specifically with entrepreneurs um, in like, as they're like navigating all of these like shifts as they're navigating all of these like triggers and all of that. Yeah. So they can it's such a unique experience. It is, it is, it is. So I'm really enjoying it. And um, so right now it's like, it's, op- it's open to anybody, but like, especially if you're an entrepreneur and this resonates with you, like I would love yeah. to work with you. Amazing. Go work with her. Go check her out. Definitely follow her on Instagram because she really shares a lot of valuable, valuable content. And thank you so much. I adore you. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, catdalcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.